Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So I accidentally shaved my beard by accident. Accidentally. How did it, how did you do that? I just put the wrong the wrong clipper head on uh, and was like I did it. A- it's not that you thought you were brushing your teeth and no, no, no. got a horrible surprise. No. <laughs> Why do my teeth still feel hairy? Oh no. <laughs> uh, no, actually, brushing uh, not brushing my teeth. Brushing my teeth isn't a stress dream. It's just a stress reality. Uh, accidentally shaving my beard is a recurring stress dream that I have. A, a stress um, dream. A recurring. That's yeah. mad. Why? I mean, not why. What's I, it, what happens in it? Probably because I've got too much stress in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Guys, this episode isn't. Did we get the memo wrong? This is not an episode on beard. Just, just to be clear. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No. <laughs> I don't know because I brought an awful lot of fake girlfriends with me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Will. Hi, Will. Hello, Hugh. Hello, listener. Hello, world. How is everybody? I've got a sore knee. Oh, no. Why yeah. have you got a sore knee? It's not, it's not a sort of getting older sore knee. It's because I actually... So, okay. I played football, right? Yeah. About six weeks ago. Yeah. Not having played in 15 years, not having ever really played. Right. And uh, was told, very friendly game. Uh, no one goes to ground, you know, just very relaxed. And one minute into the game, I made a sliding tackle towards my own goal. Unbelievable tackle, I will say. Put the ball past the, the, the post out for a corner. Saved the goal. Mm-hmm. Also, in hindsight probably extremely dangerous but anyway there you go for other people anyway ripped open my knee right big old like i would say euro sized euro coin sized graze on my knee off the sand-based astro pitch right oh very unpleasant wait sand-based astro pitch 
That's yeah. not a, that's not a phrase I'm familiar with. Sand. Well, so like it's 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 fake grass, but it's sand underneath. Some of them have water underneath, but okay. it's sand, so it's very yeah. coarse. Oh, um, ouch! Yeah, I hate sand. It, it's rough and it's coarse and it gets everywhere, you know. Um, and particularly into my knee. And so then, this was very fo- sore for a while. And then I played again two days ago, mm-hmm. and the knee had healed up. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did a similar tackle and uh instantly felt a lot of pain and looked down and listeners here's the the just the the warning it's gonna get a little gross um just i thought it was fully healed clearly very thinly healed and the the flap of skin had just flopped down and uh my knee started bleeding profusely um i'll 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 put a photo on our group okay oh you got a photo of the skin flap if not of the skin flap, but of the blood. But if we Great. want to stick it on Twitter with some sort of content warning, um, yeah, we might not we, be able to. We can do that, maybe not. Um, and uh, so it's coming through to you there, and it it bled and it bled quite a lot, and it also um, <laughs> <laughs> just heard our producer's reaction to that. Um, but uh, that is, that, it's yeah. it's so sore. And it's still so sore. And any time I bend my knee, it obviously kind of stretches a bit. Now yeah, I have put it. I'm it. now uh, crucially because mm. I work in a primary school. I've got ready access to uh, l- like child plasters. So I'm now. I've just sent you another picture. Now I am now the hue and the big blue plaster because I've got a gigantic <laughs> blue plaster on my knee. But uh, yeah, so I've showed that picture of my uh, bloody bloody knee to as many people as I can over the last few days. Um, but yeah, it's really sore. Is the long and the short of it? Wow, it's uh, so you've shown this to a lot of people. It's not, it's not big news, really. It's just, just Will, <laughs> when you live my life, we're not all actors and whatever else it is you do. Yeah, um, one of my main th- other things that I do is introduce guests far too late in the intro. Because mm. uh, today we're joined by fan favorite, Hugh favorite, and Will favorite. Don't know if Michael cares for him, but it's Ross. <laughs> hello, hi Ross. Hello, 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 hello. Back. Ross. I remember you once came over to my house for dinner, and you ended up not only ripping open your knee. At least I was wearing shorts. You managed to slice through a pair of heavy-duty jeans and your mm-hmm. knee. And uh, you weren't playing mm-hmm. football. Can you tell the listeners what you were doing? And also tell us where you buy heavy-duty jeans from. <laughs> So I was walking, I went to the, the shop near your house mm-hmm. to, um, I don't know, buy something. And uh, I was walking back uh, and the, 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 there's a small, like one foot high, possibly not even one foot high, uh, granite wall, yeah. a verge yeah. uh, on, on the outer boundary of this shop. Yeah which I decided to um, uh, try and, uh, and kind of hop over <laughs> instead of stepping over. Uh, and instead, I just plowed my leg straight into it <laughs> and then slammed my knee into the ground, leaving, I'd say, two or three kilos of my own flesh 
buried uh, in the tarmac, yeah. uh, along with along with a, a, quite a critical part of what I could only describe as extremely heavy duty jeans. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I that was extremely sore. And yeah, I kind of I walked I, I walked differently for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> After that, trying to hide the hole in your jeans from people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I walked side saddle. I, I fully cut open my um my hand, uh, mm. cleaning a wine glass at my place Ooh. of work. And I was holding it like the glass and the stem. Mm-hmm. And was like had a had a I will say rag, but I mean like some sort of cleaning mm-hmm. device. But rag is the first word that's come to mind. Mm-hmm. And you, I was twirling it from the stem and i just did it a bit too hard and in mm-hmm. one one fell swoop like twisted mm-hmm. broke the glass and just stabbed the uh, yes stem straight into mm-hmm. my hand and they had to do like Oof. i had to go to any and check and there's no glass in it and then they did a what i'm going to describe as open hand surgery um <laughs> and they just did local anesthetic and i was like i'm gonna watch this mm-hmm. and i took one look at it i was like mm-hmm. that was a big mistake i shouldn't have done that shouldn't have Terrible. looked at it terrible mistake no good thing you learned that lesson before your infamous toe surgery uh, ah yes well i did watch the toe surgery you were like feet are nothing like hands this is definitely good to look at <laughs> you're further away from your feet so it's it's easier to to distance yourself yeah. from them yeah you've got more perspective yeah yeah emotional and physical distance are you sure your feet aren't just smaller I can never tell if they're just far away or if they're mm-hmm. if they're small. It's, it's hard to tell. The, the the curvature of the Earth makes it impossible to calculate. Well, yeah. is it curved though? Is it curved? Mm. Well, around the edge. Oh yeah, the edge where you drop off. Yeah, yeah, that bit is curved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. exactly. Speaking of dropping off the edge. Oh, please welcome our producer, <laughs> Michael. Guys, I don't have an anecdote to contribute there because oh. this is one of one of the facts about me. Uh, which is that I've basically never been injured, I think, Hugh, unless you can remember me being injured. I've, it, it's never really happened, you know? No, so, that's true. Physically or emotionally. Le- leading me to believe that, I, that I, I'm not going to say superhuman, but I am going to say Achilles-like. You see, Michael, you know, I'd agree to that except for the very moany sick you get. Like you yeah, get, I don't think I many superhumans yeah. get those yeah. really bad colds that you pretend to have. No, you know? that's true. That's true. That's true. I possibly indestructible in some sort of combat situation, but a, some sort of respiratory bug will 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 really yeah, get my goat. How, how many yeah. combat mm, situations yeah. have you found yourself in, Michael? And please describe all of them. None, but I'm assuming that <laughs> I'm assuming that that's because I, I appear indestructible to my foes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so you, why, why you take the chance? The you, know? you likened yourself to Achilles. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you were in the Trojan War, yeah, yeah. What, how would that have gone down? Do you think? How would you have battled for? They'd have filled him with Greeks and rolled him into their enemy town. <laughs> <laughs> so you're suggesting that I would have been the Trojan War? I'd be mm-hmm. a I'd be a poor vessel. Uh, in which died a, a band of soldiers. Small, I have to say yeah. that about myself. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. had to use those really young yeah. Spartan ones, yeah. those really angry <laughs> Greek babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. You, never, you never injured yourself. No, I, I don't think so. Like, he was more likely to remember this than I am. But Hugh, I'm pretty sure I've really yeah, never, I mean, I never I had any sort of. Say yeah. Yeah, in fairness yeah, to I you, I don't think right? you do. I assume this is kind of like what Clark Kent's adopted Earth parents came to realize when he was about 12 or whatever you know he's never been injured and so i'm kind of halfway there you know short bald always late yeah. 
my super strong kid with his laser eyes never gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael, what are we talking about this week? This week, we're talking about bread in all of its forms. Guys, I think this is exactly the type of topic that we started this podcast to discuss. Bread is the world's most universal food. It's been with us since the dawn of civilization. And today... Must be a bit stale by now. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And today, there's no country in the world whose culinary tradition doesn't include bread in some form. So, is it any good... To decide today, we've got loads of stuff uh, to discuss. We've got a bread bracket to help us, uh, and even some cryptic clues. Um, but first, let's get into the legitimate likes three question quiz. Uh, so, no question one: there. You avoided all the puns. There, do you know what? There'll be enough. No, oh, There'll yeah, be enough. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> be careful what you wish oh, for, God. Will. You need to leave the puns to prove for a while and. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Question one. Which country eats the most bread per person? And I'm going to give you three options here. Is it? Hugh O'Connor. Okay, now, one of these countries he made up, right? This is yeah. his <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it Peru? Is it the United Kingdom? Or is it Turkey? Ooh. I guess there's a lot of turkey sandwiches, aren't there? Yeah, but they tend to export <laughs> most of their turkey sandwiches, so it's hard to get one in Turkey. Mm. And also, every sandwich in Turkey is a turkey sandwich, I suppose. That's true. I've never been to Peru, but surely, do they have a different staple crop? Like, are they growing a lot of wheat in Peru? Do they have an awful lot of corn? Probably. Um... Yeah, like it can't be easy to grow loads of wheat on the sides of mountains and in a jungle. Mm. No. But maybe they just, they came to it late and they just really took to it. And, and Ross, it's possible that there are bits of Peru that aren't jungles on the side of mountains. I know it's a wild idea. Yeah, like a lot of it is. A lot of it is. Yeah. As someone who's been there, I feel like in general, <laughs> Well, I mean, Paddington was from Peru and he ate a lot of bread. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Was that uh, to remind him of home, or was he so delighted to have it? Oh no! Well, he brought marmalade sandwiches with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Ross, you've also been to Turkey. I have, and I've been to the United Kingdom. Mm. Mm. So I can slum dog millionaire my way through this. <laughs> yeah. What did you eat in um, each place? Walk us through every single meal you had mm, in each one. I really wish I'd asked the question, in which of these three countries did Ross eat the most bread per capita? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I remember in Peru, they, uh, they had a burger chain that we went to a couple of times called Bembo's Burgers, where uh, no matter what burger you ordered, and even if you asked it, them to take the pineapple out of the burger, your <laughs> burger always had pineapple in it. Um, it was an interesting feature of that burger chain. Um, but then they also sold Inca Cola, which we covered um, possibly on the soft drinks episode. Yeah. I don't know if that bit got cut. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel the UK is the obvious answer, isn't it? Yeah, like the, the, all those green core sandwiches that were shilling them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> green core sandwiches? What green core? All of, all of the sandwiches in all of your supermarkets are made by an Irish company called Greencore, formerly known as Irish Sugar, which was the state-owned sugar company. Wow, yeah. great fact. Hope you like those sandwiches, Will. Do you ever have a sugar sandwich, Will? 
No, no, oh, I haven't. A sugar sandwich is delicious. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the time for me to have tried a sugar sandwich has gone. I feel like mm. I should have been, I, as a kid, demanded a sugar sandwich, mm. but now I, it doesn't sound appealing to me. Yeah. Sugar sandwich sounds like something I would say when I'm trying not to curse in front of my children. <laughs> <laughs> if I stub my toes, sugar sandwich. <laughs> I thought you didn't get injured, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh. That's true. That's true. Well, it's all coming. I'm, I'm going to say turkey. I feel they have the most delicious bread, and thus they would eat the eat the most of us. Will yeah. uh, Michael look? I don't know. Michael looks like that was wrong, but now he looks like it was right. So I'm I'm going to say stick to my guns. Vatican City. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm following Ross. I'd follow him anywhere, apart from over. No, but all all of the bread they eat in the Vatican is actually human flesh. You <laughs> yes. so. one particular human. Well, let's have a broader debate about that, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Ross let's write our theses and nail them to a church. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ross, as, as our culinary correspondent, that, you are right. Uh, the good yes. people of Turkey gobble up about nope. 16 stone of bread per person per year. The bad people in Turkey, not. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but what what do you guys think they call turkeys in Turkey? England. Sorry, Michael. So, but did you ask us which of those three ate the most, or do Turkey eat more than anyone else in the world? The, Turkey eat more than anyone in the oh, world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What what yeah. bread is it? Is it bread by weight or per unit bread? Yeah. It's by weight. Mm. It's by weight. Okay. So I think it's. 230 pounds, which is about 16 I wonder if there are a lot yeah, of dense pretty... bread. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just heavier bread. There you go. Turkey. Surely Germany would win with their kind of brick-like pumpernickel. But I think meat. half of the bread they give you is actually meat. You know, just disguised <laughs> yeah, as yeah, bread. Eine kleine Brot. Question two. Guys, you could have seen this one coming. I'm going to give you three breads. Two are real and one is made up. Okay, so <clears throat> we've got Hiverabrau, a thick and chewy Icelandic bread made by burying dough in hot volcanic sand for one day. That is Hiverabrau. Then there's Vasamada, an Indonesian delicacy consisting of aniseed flavoured breadsticks arranged in the shape of an old woman's head. And then finally there's Petulepa, a Finnish bread made using a flour of dried pulverized pine tree bark. So you had Heverabrau, Vasamada, and Petulupa. Vasamada? Vasamada with you! <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see which one of them could be an anagram for Ross's name, but I'm struggling. Um, I feel like in Iceland everything gets buried in volcanic ash or rock or something yeah. or sand um, yeah. and I feel like in Indonesia everything's in the shape of a woman's head and in mm-hmm. Finland Finns are crazy you know they need they anything crazy they're crazy in a quiet way tree bark can you can you make bread out of tree bark is it really bread I mean what makes bread bread I suppose is the question you know wow deep uh, I guess f- flour a bake, or, uh, a baker. Salt. I don't know. And... Lo- love is the answer. Love. 
<laughs> Sorry. Loaf finds a way. Loaf. <laughs> Ross, that's your answer to every question. So I, 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 I think Michael wouldn't have made up the Indonesian one for fear of being racist. That hasn't stopped him before. So, We've discussed this previously. Yeah, yeah. He he made up quite a racist one about um, some Arabic tradition, and he used the word Arabic very broadly. Um, have you been to these countries, Ross? Indonesia, Finland, and Iceland. Uh, no, he's chosen three uh, that I haven't three been to. Non-Ross country. Um, mm. <laughs> I think he's made up the Finnish one. I don't think pine bark has an awful lot of flavour. I think if he had said resin, maybe he would have had me. Oh. <laughs> wow. Listen, I guess he's a resin up the nope. Yeah. Are you? you he's he's not the resident resident expert on trees. <laughs> More of a sap, really. <laughs> yeah, I I think I mean I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think he's really stumped us on this yeah. one. <laughs> you usually psychologically deconstruct Michael, and then you find out what it is. But you're too tired. My knee's too sore today. <laughs> oh, oh, he does all his thinking with his knee flap. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm going to take your answer as the Finnish yeah. one. Sounds like you're going for mm-hmm. Finland. Uh, that's actually real. That's real. Apparently, the good people of Finland um, have, uh, over the centuries, got used to kind of stretching their food supplies by grinding up trees and putting putting it into them. Uh, the one that I made up was the Indonesian Vasamada. That is that is made up. How did you come up with the name? Not going to lie. The exact joke that Will made was my intended joke. The Vasamada with you guys. <laughs> Will got there before I did. <laughs> I guess you do about 100 episodes of a podcast yeah, together yeah. and you make the same crap jokes. make bread out of low-hanging fruit, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> question three. For Should, this sorry question. Sorry to go back immediately, sorry, but shouldn't the bread be called a matter? So someone would say, what's a matter? Because yeah, otherwise they'd so. say, you'd say, so. what's vas a matter? <laughs> yeah. It's a hard setup yeah. um, that you've created yeah. there anyway. It's uh, the... <laughs> The bread is called Knock Knock Who's There. (laughs) Um, So, uh, question three. Now, for this question, okay, this is a complicated question. It's more of a creative writing exercise, okay? For this question, I want you guys to finish a sentence that I once said, okay? So, So, this is something that I said in real life. So I'll give you the context and then you have to finish the sentence, okay? So I met a woman uh, in a group of friends uh, and we were having lunch. So one of the first things that I knew about her was that she was gluten intolerant. Um, And then a few minutes later, she mentioned that she was dyslexic. So I said, wow, you must really dot, dot, dot. What did I say? It's something to do with spelt bread, presumably. (laughs) Ross, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you must really hate that spelt bread. That's what I said to her. Uh, and, I would have assumed uh, you would have said that she misspelt bread. <laughs> oh, do you misspelt bread? That's very good. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I had my fun. Anyway. Yeah, so. no, you're right though, Michael. The dyslexics have had it too good for too long. <laughs> See, I don't think it was even a joke. Just came out, just came out, mm-hmm. you know? Um... But, it was um, just something to say. 
just just you something still, to you say. Still friends with this celiac, dyslexiac? No, 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 no. Was it a date? No, it was a one time, on a... one time. No, it was not a date. No, no, no. no. Is that what she said no. after you made that joke? <laughs> Turned out it was not a date. Yeah. Why did you go? Why did um, you go for lunch? Where did you go? She was she was a friend of a friend. It was kind of one of those, you know, passing in the wind things. Is that a phrase? Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, guys. So I mean, they feel like you did. I'm actually I mean, basically Ross got all the questions right, apart from the middle one, which he got wrong. But so that's good. So what I want to do Thanks, before we get into this is I want to get your opening thoughts on bread generally. Ross, you're you're the guest. I've got some bread in my mouth, so I can't answer straight away. <laughs> uh, bread is great, as you said. Bread is bread is bread is life. Um, you know, it's it's the, uh, the the cornerstone of human society. Uh, it's delicious in the mouth. Um, it's uh, I love to chew on it. I love I love I love then later swallowing it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic. I think the From main masticate to defecate, just <laughs> fully recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take I take a nose to tail approach. Yeah, it's it's just. I'd, it's just it's fabulous I think my main issue with this as a topic for this podcast though is that uh, you're asking if it's a legitimate like and if, if people should be fans of bread but we don't mm. even have a word for someone who's a fan of bread so I don't even understand how it could be a topic for the podcast what would that could we be? come up what with a name now for... Ross maybe that's what the podcast is for like uh, mm. yeah uh, but all the good terms have been taken loafers yeah that's already that's used Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Uh, crustaceans. <laughs> that one's taken. <laughs> Crumbells, but B E L L E S. Donuts. That's already taken. Oh, nice! That's yeah. amazing. Well, that's way better than the actual word, yeah. which is a panophile. I was going to say that's a panophile, but that also means you love everything. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it could be confusing, or, but we'll yeah. just say. Yeah, I think my interests are... include all things. <laughs> Hugh, want to ask you for your opening thoughts. Now, I will caveat this with that, in spite of the fact that this is our first episode on bread, you have managed to shoehorn your love of bread into all of the episodes heretofore. So. And breadhorn my love of shoes as well. Um, <laughs> I'm eating a slice of bread at the moment. I actually brought three slices of bread with me to the podcast because I thought at some point you'd probably ask us to discuss it. I have a third of one of those slices left. So I've been been plowing through it. I eat, I eat so much bread, and I mean, yeah, I I'm, I th- like to think I'm very healthy, but like, if there's one thing, like, at, if at some point, the bread, the starch, all that catches up on me, I'm gonna go instantly because, yeah, yeah, just I eat, I eat an awful lot of bread every single day. <laughs> um, I like all sorts of bread. What have I had today? I've had like five slices. Um, I've had a lot. I've had a lot of bread. I mean, I've had a sort of a, a, a about a third of a a loaf of sourdough now since uh, since we started recording. Because okay. you bake, do you bake every every week? You uh, yeah, every week D- during during the summer. Um, when I'm if I'm at home and I'm and I'm not teaching, I'd bake every day. Um, but yeah, at, at the moment while I'm while I'm working, uh, it'll be every week. Yeah, and probably a couple of loaves a week. Get them ready at the weekend and then bake them a day or so later. You know. So so you're eat- I mean, in terms of the health though, like you're eating 
bread that's just flour salt yeah i'm eating good bread now i will say some of the bread i've eaten today there's a there's a great uh i know i i feel like i mentioned duns a lot on this podcast but there's a great um (laughs) yeah legitimate like they do a lovely uh, white batch loaf and when i don't have my own bread I'll, i'll go and get some of that um, that's your go-to. But so that's probably when I don't have my own bread, I go straight to Dunn stores. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my own bread is, is is I guess tasty and, and as healthy as any bread is going to be. It's delicious. Yeah, it's very. It's nice delicious. Bread. As someone who's eaten a lot of Hughes bread, it's delicious. Will are you a big big bread? I'm boy? a big bread boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like, I love bread. I love bread. I think um, I I don't I don't quite like the like shelf stable brand mm. bread that's like in supermarkets for ages and uh, but th- th- that said that it's still tasty yeah. all bread is tasty yeah. i it, i think ross is right it's a an absolutely insane thing to do an episode on because it's just <laughs> going to be four people who don't really know that much about bread mm. talking about mm. bread ross for a long knows while. quite a lot about bread but i love oh yeah okay, mm. okay. Uh, leavened unleavened <laughs> enriched or unenriched i love it all mm. i love it all you say there's no bad bread i don't think that's True. Did I say that? Well, well, guys, break it up, all right? Just break it up because we're going to have a bracket Wait, competition. Did I say there's in, no in, such in thing as few bad bread? Because I immediately forgot that I said that. You said there's no such thing as bad bread. Exactly. Oh yeah, I did that. What I would bit. say yeah, is yeah, there is that. bad bread. There isn't any bread I wouldn't eat simply for something to do. You know, like if I'm at a restaurant and there's a ta- there's a basket of bread, and you do get some places where the bread isn't good, and it really annoys me. Because for me, yeah. the bread and the dessert are the main reason to go to a restaurant. <laughs> and there's all that other stuff in the middle. Yeah. But Hugh, would you yeah, like it? Yeah. Should we open a restaurant that's called a breadstrant? That, like, it, you come in and sit down and it just looks like a restaurant. But mm. actually, people just keep bringing you different bread baskets oh. over. Well, that would be amazing. Yeah, you could call it the miracle of the loaves and dishes. <laughs> I know that story is meant to be that Jesus, the whole point is there's a miracle. He fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fishes. I'm just saying, if I was there, that miracle would not have worked. If it was 5,001, not a chance. Fish, sure. Plenty for everyone, but not enough loaves. Uh, speaking of not enough loaves, um, I remember you telling me, uh, Hugh, one time about you went for dinner in a in a, a quite a nice Dublin restaurant and you really uh, appreciated the, the mm. bread and managed to encourage the staff to basically provide you with an mm. infinite supply of, of, of crusty <laughs> bread throughout the meal. Um, yes. And at the end of the evening, I think possibly the, the chef of this establishment, the chef patron, uh, was working the floor and came to your table and, and, and was chatting to the table. And, and you were like, listen, I just I, I really wanted to just say, like, obviously the whole thing was amazing, but the, the bread in particular was just absolutely fantastic. He was like, oh, thank you very much. Um, and, and, you know, you had a, an effusive conversation about the bread and he said, uh, well, you know, usually there's a, you know, there's a bit of bread left over at the end of the night and if people enjoyed it, we'd, we'd let them take some home. But uh, th- this evening there actually isn't any spare bread. Yeah, I think he also said there was usually some for the birds. I think he did also say, I've never seen anyone eat so much bread. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, proudest moment of my life. But yeah, if I was at a restaurant and there wasn't good bread going on, I'd still empty the basket and ask for more you know yeah you would you would it's indiscriminate um guys just on in terms of the opening thoughts when i opened my notes on this the first note i had made for this episode was breads is like dogs um and i think what i meant when i wrote that is that it, it breads is like dogs because it's you're using one term 
to cover an incredibly broad Sorry, range of things. Now I understand. So, uh, okay, your uh, sentence uh, does make grammatical right? sense. I thought you were saying like, breasts <laughs> yeah, like yeah. dogs. Breasts is like dogs, you know? <laughs> these breasts are like these dogs. I think it, these dogs I'm talking yeah, about. It does make like sense. <laughs> it does make sense. But so a bagel is as different to a tortilla as a chihuahua is to a Great Dane, right? A slice pan is as different to a focaccia as a husky is to a Dalmatian. Are you getting the metaphor? Is it is it coming across? I mean, it, it it's a lot of noise for no worth. But Not yeah, really I do see what you're metaphor. saying. Okay, so Will, Will, what a metaphor is it's an analogy. A, a, a panettone is as different to a brioche as a dashhund is to a whippet. Is it going in? Is well, it? Yeah, but I don't see why you're making me think about dogs. I, it seems there is entirely... a, there's what I'm a payoff. Will what, what? there's a final line to this? Go on. Is there <laughs> no, enough? No, 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 oh god! No, no, I'm just saying that the breads is like dogs. Are you is. are you describing <laughs> the concept of a category? <laughs> <laughs> I think possibly that's what's happening, yeah. Because you yeah. can say the same about so. trees. Cars. Yeah. Trees yeah. is like cars, Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. But it's not yeah, like yeah. breads. Oh no it is. Trees yeah. is like breads yeah. too. A birch <laughs> trees is like breads, yeah. <laughs> And cars is like dogs. <laughs> Trees is like bread. A a a, a a a a a silver birch, yeah, is to a, a redwood sequoia, yeah. What what a Fiat Uno <laughs> is to a Land yeah, Rover. Yeah, like Michael. Like is it getting in? A weeping willow <laughs> is yeah, yeah, okay. to a red setter, as a baguette <laughs> is. To a <laughs> Nissan Micra. Yeah, I think we've got. Do more you there. get it, Michael? Like, does it work for you? Is the metaphor <laughs> landing? I, so, so two it's things. I get it, and I'm so glad that I brought you down. I'm so glad that you brought. I brought you down to my level. <laughs> so I'm really, so I'm really enjoying. Like, this is basically what hundreds of years of of early early human philosophy was just like <laughs> yeah. people with yeah. too much time on their hands being like guys i've come up with this concept it's <laughs> it's it's a thing that describes other things <laughs> guys i'm gonna give you your first cryptic clue your first of three cryptic oh, he's clues so happy. for, for, for this nice episode to see michael happy, even though he is a sociopath it's nice to um you know. uh, cryptic clue number one which person Lower limb precipitation. Whole grain. That is. Whole grain. Which person? I've got lower a limb whole grain. precipitation. Will you will you will you walk that back for us, Hugh? It's not a cryptic crossword clue either. Cryptic cross, crossword crossword crossword. A cryptic crossword clue, Michael, is meant to like, like you've just put in three words. Who like rain? Like. The whole point of a cryptic crossword clue is that it, it's a little bit poetic. It's a little story there. That's, That's the worst poetic. one I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> well, Who leg rain? The, the, the Michael, next that's two so will... bad. Your cryptic crossword clues before have been really good. And this time you're like, which person, well, lower limb, precipitate? What? Well, maybe. Let's see how the God, other two oh tell a tale as well. Okay? That's so bad. Okay. Who like, leg rain? It could be like... a. Famous English band stand on Skywater. I mean, well, that's not brilliant either. Oasis. It's not brilliant. No, to oh. be honest, I went into it with confidence and uh, Oasis what? pedestal cloud. Exactly, my favourite type of bread. Got it, got it, guys. 
So now we're going to have a, I, I know that in previous bracket episodes, we've had some tensions. So this is going to be a truncated form of the bracket. You even said okay? lower limb. Like what it I didn't even to... give us any, like, <laughs> like there is only one lower limb. <laughs> well, there's two. Most people have two. The fact is like, oh, there's another one for me. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Your legs are the smaller ones. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just going around high-fiving everyone. Yeah. Like a low-five, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, that okay. That's a very seedy laugh we got from Michael there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very asthmatic laugh. <laughs> he does have asthma, in fairness. Okay, 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 okay. So, uh... I asked you guys in preparation for this episode to to give me uh, your favorite bread. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with Ross, and basically what I'm gonna do is take Ross's favorite bread, and we're gonna put it up against one other bread, um, and that'll be the first first bracket. So Ross, what is your favorite bread? What do you think is the best Michael, bread? So no, sorry, Michael. I've just I, yeah, I hate to do this. Yeah. But, so you're gonna pick our favorite breads, then you're gonna put them against breads that we haven't said. <laughs> And then we have to decide which yeah. wins, our favourite one or a different one. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Go on, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. So, Ross, uh, what's your favourite bread? It would have to be a baguette. Ooh! It's the perfect bread. A baguette, also known as the French stick. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it is, though, right? Uh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That was also your uh, nickname in school, of course. <laughs> <laughs> because of your, um, as the French would say, whopper chungus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So the baguette, Ross. Why? What? Like, how do you? How do you consume this baguette? What, how what, do what's you in it? consume you know? a baguette? By the mouth. Like, usually. I, I, I know the only reason you changed your question. You were about to say. Why is a baguette nice? And then you realised that's such a stupid question because it's one of the most delicious things on the planet. So then you're like, how do you eat it? <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, like, you know, you're buying it from a boulangerie, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Then what's mm-hmm. happening next? Uh, well, so there's there's obviously the very classic tradition of uh, tearing the the end, one end, mm. uh, the, the heel... Does a does a baguette have a heel, a pointy end, the nose? I think possibly the French call them ears. Um, the the ears of the bread. Uh, you rip one of them off, um, like like a petulant Dutch painter, and um, uh, you eat that on the way home. Uh, a little a little shopper's delight. Yeah. Um, uh, which of course was uh, an old name for salmonella, um, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a great way of doing it. I'm also a big fan of a cuisine de France baguette, which is nice. obviously a real Irish cultural delicacy, uh, which is like a baguette but stodgier and also very soft. Um, uh, it's like a baguette that's just not feeling it tonight, and um, uh, yeah, that's fantastic for an old sausage sandwich uh, of of a, of a Saturday morning. A couple of super quin sausages that you've that you've grilled and. Uh, a little, little bit of ketchup inside a, a very soft baguette. Your, your mention of Cuisine de France. Will, yeah. I, I, this is a question I, I meant to ask you, I think, in our previous episode. Do you know what a jambon is? Well, jambon is the, uh, I believe, the French word for bacon. 
Um, yes, but, or ham or something. Yeah. Yes. But do you know? Do you know what? Do you? Does it mean anything else to you? Uh, no, no. I, I'm imagining. So this is the thing, right? I imagine it's like a baguette with ham in it that you buy in so, Ireland. So this is the thing, right? Hugh and Ross, the the jambon, which is available at every single deli counter in Ireland, which is well, it's basically sort of a folded pastry with cheese and bacon or cheese and ham in it. It's a it's it's a personal portable quiche. It is, but it is that is an Irish invention, guys, mm-hmm. which that only became known to me within the last year or so. That that is not really available. I think it's now sort of you, you can get it in parts of the UK, but that is. For some reason, we invented something ourselves and gave it a fancy-sounding foreign name. Yeah. Although the Absolutely. name does just translate as ham. <laughs> which, which, how, how many which, how many uh, jambons were purchased by Irish consumers in 2020, lads? Well, oh, you want five per person per day. So do the maths there, Michael. What's that? <laughs> what's that? That's is that is that nine billion? <laughs> That's not good, Slightly lower. Slightly lower. <laughs> Nine million is correct! <laughs> How many will? 20 million. 20 million. 20 million. Okay. That's four so that's... jambons per person a year. It's a seasonal treat. <laughs> yeah. Have you had your Q1 jambon yet? Ah, the equinox approaches to the jambonery, children. <laughs> like who Cullen did before us. <laughs> anyway, Will... Next time you're here, you can still go to Newgrange on Midsummer's Day and watch the jambon creep through the hole in the tomb. <laughs> yeah. Of, co- Will, of, co- of just... course, the jambon creep was Michael's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if uh, you're a vegetarian, but if I bought a jambon and picked the bits of ham out of it, would you eat it then? Uh, only if you picked the bits out and I got to watch you do okay. it. Yeah. And then, okay, and then you'd okay, have to okay. eat the, the bits of ham and each time in between yeah. every single bite of ham you had to say I'm a hammy boy, I love hammy, hammy, ham <laughs> okay. and we've got to do Done. it in public place. that's our right, next live show turn. I think. Done. <laughs> yeah. Done. Um, guys just conscious that we're halfway through our first of four and then in total what six brackets um, so we're going to put Ross's French stick up against I don't love that phrasing a white sliced pan now i'm aware guys that this is basically the pretend criminal in foam and you guys are the highly trained dogs from the canine unit and you're about to rip it to shreds but we're putting up against a a white sliced pan that you would get in the in the in the bread section of a shop wrapped in plastic so i've had it can i just ask a question about um you know that i i think you guys are the only country who call that a pan really no, Spain. Like I'd never, I'd never heard that phrase. <laughs> well, I, I don't go anywhere else. What's it called over there? Hovis. <laughs> Bovril. Just, a, just a, a loaf. It's a, a, a chunk. No, it's just a, just a loaf yeah. of bread. Just a sliced white loaf. Like there's no, we don't have a specific word for it because everything's cooked in a pan. Yeah, I don't know. Do you? Do people over there call little uh, those little? Rectangles, those little cuboids of butter. Do they call them pats of butter? I think they do. Hmm. I don't, but some people do in Ireland. Would you often refer to a burger patty? Oh, Michael loves <laughs> talking about patties. <laughs> I do. I do. I'll use the word whenever I can. Because <laughs> you're, you're a monster. Uh, uh, 
a sliced pan is such a great phrase though for some mm. reason i don't know would mm. you would you refer to a sliced loaf or is it just a yeah. like a white yeah, loaf? Yeah, like when a... I first heard sliced pan, I just I had no idea what was happening, and just uh, from context, <laughs> if I was told to go to the shop, I thought it was just a really ripped saucepan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me frame the question this way, Ross: You go to your local boulangerie, and they're out of baguettes, but they have some that's, plastic. That's not framing the question differently, Michael. Sliced. It was a, it was a a match between the two of them, and now you're saying one of them hasn't shown up. Yeah. No, no, yeah, but do you do you buy the slice pan or do you turn on your heel and it, it, walk out of there? You wouldn't have a heel because there's no baguette. <laughs> I turn on my ears, <laughs> as the French would say. Uh, the uh, it depends on what you're buying the baguette for. I think so. One of the key strengths of a of 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 a bad baguette is also a key strength of uh, a white slice pan, which is the sausage sandwich works very well with 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 terrible sliced bread. Um, it also good for a, a kind of a toasted ham and cheese sandwich, especially if you have one of those toasted sandwich yes, makers, yes. what Australians would call a jaffle. Um, yeah. uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but for listeners, go back and listen to the Toasties episode featuring David Kenny. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like it, it, it's just it's in, it's incomparable. Like it's 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 like saying which which made a bigger and better contribution to world music. Mozart or ring 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 banana phone <laughs> Michael, yeah it's like saying Michael which did you want more a son or a daughter mm-hmm. yeah it's sort of sort of a bit like saying do you like huskies or yeah, do you yeah. like labradoodles Mu- music's, music's <laughs> is breads yeah <laughs> if music be the bread of bread <laughs> bread on um, okay I mean look I'm not even going to push that one to a vote I think the baguette takes it okay so category one the other ones we'll, we'll move a little more quickly through. Hugh your favourite bread right it's a baguette oh the system breaks the system breaks down okay well that, we, that's good that's good for us then can we move um, on we can move on Will please tell me you don't also think baguette is the best type of bread I'm very tempted to say I do now just to crash this this plane faster into the ground um i obviously the the bread that i eat most uh, being who i am and the way i talk is sourdough love a sourdough bread love making my own sourdough bread also really like uh irish soda bread and brown bread unreal however i have to go for naan bread oh yes. i think naan bread is unbelievable i think it's Huge. so incredibly delicious it's sweet it's uh, like I, I am never unhappy to see naan bread. It's a great bread. You're absolutely right. It's also, can I say, it's a lot of fun to make because you're kind of like, I've, I've put just nothing on this pan and then suddenly it just bubbles up and balloons yeah. into this big delicious delight, you know? Do you put yogurt in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little oh, bit. It's just so delicious. I think it's it's amazing. Can I ask though, Will? Yes, hi there. And Ross. <laughs> Hello. When you're talking about either ordering naan bread or Ross, more particularly when you're buying the baguette in the shop, can you explain what different steps you take if I'm with you? <laughs> We've travelled a lot together, Ross. What's the difference? Well, it's your arithmetic has changed. So normally, <laughs> yeah. if you're buying bread for a situation, you think about okay, what's the purpose? And then what's the, you know, what's the number of people 
Um, are you like is it for a single meal that you're buying the bread or is it maybe you're going away for a weekend or something and you want to you want to buy uh, bread bread for the trip shall we say uh, but then you need a different kind of arithmetic which is just the the hue bread contingency which is then you just mm. need to yeah. buy six six more baguettes for you <laughs> Yeah, it's it's how close is Hugh and how many hours of daylight <laughs> exactly. is, is um, what gonna... Yeah, because there is a significant risk that you will buy the usual amount of bread and then you will get to the to to the bread time and the bread will be gone because you <laughs> ate all the bread. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's uh, way past so bread time, of course, being an actual thing in Germany. The Germans have a meal, or at least Bavarians have a meal called bread time or wow. Brotzeit. God, Germans are great. <laughs> Bootside. I'm gonna take. I, I think the nan is is a is a great entrant into this conference. Oh, what brilliant. I'm gonna do is take it and pit it against another national champion, the croissant. <laughs> would you if you if you could never eat one of these two things oh. again? Which one would you be? Would you be more sad? Oh, I'd music? dump the croissant and not even wave goodbye to it. Like, yeah, I'd be, who cares? I'd say I'm, I have Guys. I have croissants when I'm in a hotel because they're there. You know, it's like Everest. But I mean, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Otherwise, no. Are you kidding me? Nan? Get rid of Nan? Michael, are you saying you'd take a cross on over Nan? I, I'm going to let Nan go of through. Of course he would. He's an only child. He doesn't know any better. But cro- croissant, I, for me, it's the tops. So I love it. I love a croissant. And you like those it. big, dirty Tesco ones that are like the size of a shoe. No, I like like a really good from a like a local bakery, but a big yeah, big kind of balloon of a thing. Yeah, I love it, love it. Yeah, it's a real treat. Ross, if you had to vote on Nan versus Croissant, I mean, I I I'm I'm very sad to see Croissant go. Um, I do have yeah. great uh, emotional and and for brief fleeting moments physical attachment to them, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that the the chew of the Nan is is is. You know, it has a certain pull. Now that's a cryptic crossword. <laughs> yeah, the two of the nan. Guys, we're we're halfway through. Okay, so the French French stick is winner of the first it's round. Nan is winner of the second why are you round. Doing that? We're we're going. Why, no, why are you doing that? Did you know <laughs> it would annoy us this it. much? I don't actually yeah. care. Just, just so you know, French I don't mind. Stick. Yeah. Why would you call it a French, yeah, a French stick? stick? Just saves time. No, it doesn't. Same amount of syllables. (laughs) And arguably more, slightly more complicated syllables because it has those. Are they called plosives? Where you really have to hit them. (laughs) Okay, let me tell you a story. A woman's five-cent coin was flat, so I advised her to pump her nickel. (laughs) That's a good one. That's satisfying. It's very satisfying. I'd say right. <laughs> Pump her nickel. That's right. That's right. Well done, guys. God, you're knocking these ones out of the park. <laughs> there is no park. I feel like I'm going in. It's like a life support machine. It's like when you walk down the street and there's like a little bit of the pavement that's got a tree on it. It's like calling that a park. Mm. <laughs> like a meter squared park. This is like this is like Saul has been sponsored by a bread company. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Um, bracket three I'm bringing two of the heavyweights head to head here I want to know what you think is is better of sourdough versus soda bread ding 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 I think sourdough 
has to beat it, I'm afraid, Ireland. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to do this to you, but Hot at all, I'm furious. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean to be honest, what a deciding factor is in a lot of bread is the crust. And you're gonna get an incredible crust. Fact, I'm assuming fact. these are both, you know, a great soda yeah. bread up against a great sourdough, both brilliant. But um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be. A I feel I feel the sourdough also has additional strengths of, uh, it lasts longer. Mm-hmm. I feel like soda bread is a very short, fleeting. It's kind of the James Dean of 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 breads. Um, mm. uh, you know, a short, mm. beautiful. Yeah, James Dean's moment. is breads. James something Jesus American spreads. and tough about the, the San Francisco sourdough. It's like, I'm here for a while. And then Irish soda bread is like, oh, Jesus, lads, I'm sorry, I'm falling apart. You I know? do like, though, that when... I'm going hard and soft when, at the when, same time. When a lot of bread goes stale, it does, it gets hard, and you can still toast it up. Whereas when a soda bread gets stale, like, little things start to move out of it, you know? Like, I mean, it really, it gets a bit furry, you know? It gets a bit... Oh, it really develops another. T- I've just snapped yeah. a ruler it- into three pieces. <laughs> Sorry. I have you did? I think you've done that before on the podcast. I, think I, have, I definitely broke pens before. <laughs> yeah. Is that the um, ruler you bent around God, your head? The legitimate like stationary budget is just through the roof. It is the ruler I bent around my head actually, which is probably that probably weakened it. Yeah. Yeah, I will say though, a good soda bread is the only bread on which I will spread butter. Oh. Whoa! Ooh. Why? I prefer to eat my bread pure, generally. Normally, he uses a melon bowler. <laughs> yeah, I th- your 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 non butteriness is a it's a distinctive position, Hugh, because um, because butter can be mm. delicious mm. with a with a bread. Uh, but I think one of the interesting things of sourdough and soda bread, I think for different reasons, highlight a similar flaw, which is grown adults who are incapable of slicing bread. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. Ross. Yeah. Oh God almighty. What is, I mean, oh, I can wow, call this, some of them out. How do yeah. these oh, yeah, people get dressed in the morning? I simply... Yeah. Are they not just mashing clothes against their body, hoping that they will somehow <laughs> adhere? <laughs> <laughs> as they do a bread knife to a loaf. You come back to the loaf and you get this it's like a it's like some sort of science experiment to show concave angles, you know? Like they come back and it's And it's, it's also just, been mashed. It's it's oh, it's God, like they have yeah. to waterboard it. You should cut it cut it like a pizza. And then people cut it like a pizza, me, you know, the best because then I'll end up cutting a slice to repair the damage, yeah. you know, and the top will be like two yeah. inches thick. And they think and you're the maniac. They think I'm the maniac, and I've said I'm I'm doing some repair work here. This is like this is like when you go to park your car in a car park, and and another car is already parked halfway across the space, and then you have to do the same, and then yeah. they leave, and you look like the like the oh, jackass, yeah. you know. I guess the benefit yeah. is if you're putting cheese on your bread, it's hard to cut cheese properly, and sometimes the cheese goes wrong in the same in the opposite way that the bread's gone mm. wrong. You know, That's how nice. is that going to help in a car park? Well, like, well, what, what are you talking? About? I, is it hard to cut cheese? Do you know what people do? I'll no, tell you, there's two not. reasons well, why if you've eaten enough vegetables. Get some First is a lack of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard to cut the cheese. No way. First, <laughs> first is a is a lack of confidence, right? You've got to go fast through that. Sorry, I forgot we were talking about the bread and not the farts. (laughs) And secondly, it's an unwillingness to cut a proper size slice of bread. If you have a loaf of sourdough, the absolute minimum thickness, I would say, is about 15 millimetres, Mm -hmm. right? And anything between that and, I would say, 
two and a half inches mm-hmm. is a. I know I've gone <laughs> metric to imperial there, but that's what's, the way I. What's I, that I in fluid ounces, Hugh? Yeah. <laughs> Anything like what? Why? Who needs a thin slice of bread? What are you doing? Who are all of these people who think that they're? Do you know what I need? A cheeky little homemade piece of Melba toast. That's all I need right now. I'll just use my samurai-like slicing ability to prepare this dish for myself. Yeah, it's it's they're, what they're doing is they're filleting a full yeah, loaf exactly. of bread. Is what they're doing for themselves. All right, I'm going to let sourdough slip through on this one. Final category, guys. I'm going to get a little, you know, little, we're going to get a little fancy here. I want to put up a. Two continental heroes, uh, the brioche. A, yeah, I knew a brioche was coming. Versus and the others, a focaccia. The focaccia. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, why why do Italian bakers carry nets? Focaccia bread. <laughs> Michael, how could you not get that after you That's said true. focaccia? And after That's you true. clearly knew, I it was, was like, like that. Panettone? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I was going. Uh, um, panettone is gross. Panettone like is a shit bread, and it's too expensive. <laughs> but it's a cheap cake, and it's delicious. You're, You're a, a cheap, cheap cake. cake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Absolutely amazing, guys. Between the brioche and the focaccia, it's got to be the focaccia, right? A big oily hunk of a thing. Wait. No, we're not talking about me. (laughs) But enough about Ross Maguire. Yeah, I mean, well, it's salt versus milk, isn't it? And salt wins. (laughs) It's a tale as old as time, you. And what's the. What's rock, paper, scissors? Salt versus milk milk does sound like an American election from the 40s. What's the third element in the. If that's a rock, paper, scissors, it's salt beats milk, but milk beats what? No, paper, yeah, because, again, <laughs> why does paper beat rock? It's still that's always true. paper, and it never makes sense. <laughs> paper true. beats salt. That's true. Because salt would would dilute in the milk, but then it would make the milk salty. Mm-hmm. So it's just the two of them, but you can't have a two-way. Oh. Michael, what's your view on salty milk? <laughs> not good, not good, I don't want it. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, uh, uh, rock, a, paper, scissors. a salty so yogurt drink um, popular yeah. in, in the Eastern Mediterranean. Uh, in Turkey, they call it iron. They're absolutely delicious. Or, or it's mm-hmm. like a like a salt lassi in India. Have one of those with I your nans. I think salt milk lemon. Mm. Mm. I think that'd be the. Are we categories. are we accidentally creating Sammy Nosrat's hit book and TV show, Salt Milk <laughs> <Yeah>. Acid Heat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that is. laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't like a brioche. To say, are you guys brioche boys? Uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can see how a brioche wouldn't would wouldn't fit your worldview, Hugh. Mm. It's a little um, <laughs> describe indulgent. my worldview, Ross. I I don't think it's something that can be described, but I think the edges of it can occasionally be explored. It's like yeah. the fourth dimension. Yes. You can see <laughs> shadows of it in three dimensions. Exactly. We know we know that antimatter exists because the universe must exist. Can only exist with us, um, uh, but uh, no, I think you have a you you have a broad and 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 capacious and and uh, and and fulsome worldview. But booty. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I I just if 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 forced to pick a bread that wouldn't be Hugh's kind of bread, I would mm. think that a kind of enriched slightly sweetened bread just wouldn't be your your kind of thing yeah, yeah and you'd be right you'd be right yeah. now again though Ross 
If there was a basket of them at a restaurant, I'd oh, eat Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, yeah, we can all agree world. that brioche is muck. It's muck. It's absolute muck. <laughs> oh, I expected you to love yeah, brioche. You Michael. used to love brioche, when you get When you go to, like, a nice burger restaurant and they're, like, on a brioche bun, I'm always disappointed. I'm always, but that's because know, the nice burger restaurants aren't good burger restaurants. Yeah, that's true, Ross. They're making that's it too true. fancy. That is a... That is a hard truth with Ross McGuire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome back to Hard Truths with Ross McGuire, sponsored by Alpha Energy. <laughs> Take two vitamin pills a day. Bye bye, mushroom powders. Is is mm-hmm. anyone going to tell me that the brioche is better than focaccia? Because if not, I'm, no. I'm waving it through. No, focaccia. Obviously. Focaccia. Focaccia's delicious. Focaccia's amazing. We're going to fold the bracket in together in, 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 in a second. But firstly. The calzone. Uh, was, that a, was that a pun? Was that a pun? Folding maybe it? it was accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. I say yeah, a lot of words, though. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> like a stopped clock. Yeah. Um, final cryptic crossword clue. Oh, no. So. Oh, this, I think this is my new stress dream. And I want anyone but Hugh to answer this one. I'm not anyone certain but Hugh. if this bread is a female pig or a female deer. I'm not certain oh, if this bread is a female pig or a female deer. I mean, well, it's, it's sourdough. Yeah, I'm, I'm just no, not sure why it's, it's unsure sourdough. It's unsure sourdough, yeah. So... Or dough. I don't yeah. know which. You didn't need the certain in there. You already said Amazing. female pig yeah. or female yeah. deer. Amazing. Yeah, it's, that's terrible. Amazing. So Absolutely bad. Terrible. Michael, this was the one part of this episode I was looking forward to. And you blew Amazing it. combination of cryptic crossword clues. It's, that's okay. a real confidence booster. Yeah, yeah. Before, before we, before we uh, just round out this. He's, so, he's like the Trump of the podcast, yeah. isn't he? He just doesn't listen yeah. and, and goes, amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's wonderful. Some other uh, honorable mentions that, that, that fell by the wayside in our, in our, uh, in our, 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 our bracket thing. The pretzel. Oh, I Delicious. thought you meant that didn't make the crypto crossword che- clues. A lovely chewy pretzel. Very Pretzel's nice. great. Love a pretzel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bagel. The yeah. humble bagel. You know, yeah, great, great ba- bagels are delicious, yeah, and great, also, great. importantly, there's a secret, even better kind of bagel that people don't know about: the Montreal yeah. bagel. It's like a New York bagel, they know but even better. It's not secret anymore. <laughs> yeah. Ross, that this came up by my research. What is the Montreal bagel? Uh, it sounds so, like a move in a yeah. It sounds like an intimate <laughs> position. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 uh, like a like a New York bagel, but it's it's. It's a narrower gauge of of of, of, of dough circle, and it's, it's a funicular uh, bagel. Yeah. It's much okay. denser and chewier even than a than a regular bagel, uh, and okay. with a slightly crisper crust. And yeah, it's just a better it's a better bagel. They're 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 boiled in honey. Remember, I don't even like honey, but they're sorry great. boiled in honey. Well, no, that's so amazing. Well, there's a little bit of honey in the in the boiling water that the bagels are boiled okay. in before they're, okay. they're okay. baked. Okay, okay. Well, anything that's boiled in honey is okay in my book. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Anything. Okay, guys. A baby boiled in honey. <laughs> no, that would, that's okay? No, it's not good. That's not good. A dog boiled in honey. Also not good. Dogs no. is babies, so. Will. Dogs is babies. Dogs is bagels. <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, uh, semi-final one. Uh, I, we're we're, we're going to put them head to head. Ross's baguette. Ross and Hugh's baguette. Versus Will's Nan. I mean, I'm going to be outnumbered here, but I think it's an absolute joke that baguette would even be considered to be better than a than a Nan bread. Like, I think 
Will has actually found possibly the only bread that I could consider rivaling a baguette. Oh, really? Yeah. Amazing. Uh, like this, I don't think this is an easy one. Because Nan, in a way, Nan is almost like the the, the, the rogue, the sexy rogue of the bread world. Because, like, what the baguette has is the greatest crust to, to crumb ratio of all time. You know, mm. I'm sure it's something we all say at least yeah. once a week. But what the nan has is almost the other end of the spectrum, which is that kind of almost slightly raw parts on the, on yeah. the kind of the top the top side of the it's nan. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then the black and torn bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. and when they're cooked properly, I, I think I, I think they're stuck to the side of tandoors mm-hmm. often. Mm. Oh, yeah. dearie me! Mm-hmm. And I, I don't say that phrase often, but well, I'm yeah, going to come in, Ross. Ross is, Ross is, has, has not yet made his pick. I'm going to come in and vote for the the gabette. I think, uh, look, I think the nan is amazing, definitely. But yeah, as Ross says, one of the reasons you go for a baguette is because you're getting so much crust on it. I just eat so many more baguettes than nans, I guess. And uh, I'm I'm gonna have to put it through, but I think we're you know we're we're no it's a wonderful final here you know there's gonna be a great winner either way. No, this is semi-finals. This is semi-final one. Okay. We're losing we're losing you know one of Germany or Italy in this one you know. I so. think I think you the think baguette... they were the good guys in the war. <laughs> no, it wasn't the war. It's the World Cup. There wasn't a semi-final in the war. That's what you think. El <laughs> Alamein. Extra time. Oh, heart wrencher. David Batty uh, missed a penalty. <laughs> Stalingrad famously went to penalties. Uh, so Ross, this comes down to you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think, I think on 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 the closest of possible margins, uh, I think the baguette takes it. He's sticking to his That's guns. The baguette makes Absolutely it through. Disgusting. It's a tough beat. It's, well, it's terrible. If it only terrible. I had a vote, maybe things would have turned out differently. Now, just let that be a lesson to you all. Um, You're in charge of this. You could have given yourself a <laughs> Semi-final two. The sourdough versus the focaccia. An interesting mix-up, you know? The focaccia's made it quite far into this into this stage of the competition. <laughs> Almost as if this isn't a good way of deciding which is the best. <laughs> yeah. because it's so arbitrary. Yeah. So I'm yeah, going to say, I, as much as I love focaccia, and it is, it's, it's, it's a greasy delight, <laughs> but I think sourdough wins because sourdough... <laughs> I think is the is the is the sleeper hit for an element of bread that we haven't discussed possibly because it, you could argue it has nothing to do with bread which is toast and I think that the sourdough toasts phenomenally and the amount of butter you can melt yeah. into oh, a slice yeah. of toasted yeah. sourdough yeah. is truly obscene <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's highly absorbent. I mean, I think the sourdough is going through, right? It's more, it's more universal. You can use it in more ways, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that means yeah. that definitely, I'm not even going to run the final because it's French steak versus sourdough, and like, you guys are sourdough has to win. French stick? No, French sticks wins, right? You guys are all, you guys are all up in no, there. Guys, you're all missing it, which is that the one that wins is a sourdough baguette. <laughs> sourdough oh, baguette, I, you know, is God, unbelievable. I can find the compromise. I'm happy to put that through. Hands well. across the divide. That's amazing. So are we mm-hmm. saying that definitively? The, the, the labradoodle of breads. <laughs> could we um? Could we like have an oven that's next to a tandoor and then Ooh. we merge a naan baguette with the sourdough? Sar- I've never made a sourdough naan. A garlic, a garlic yeah. coriander baguette. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
That is okay. The sourdough baguette. I think. Look, a that's, that's stick. not a controversial take, uh, but I think we're right. I think we've. I think we've reached the right answer there. You know, we've had. We've had, we did we've it. had the right winner. We did it. We did it, guys. I don't think we even need to go to final judgments. Bread is delicious. It's a definitely a legitimate like. Yeah, get out there. Get some bread. Way of saying saying otherwise, yeah. Ross. You're happy that it just goes through straight as a legitimate like. No votes. I think I think if anything was to sail through this this river sticks of judgment <laughs> um, un, un, untouched um, it would be it would have to be bread go over this Niagara Falls in a barrel <laughs> that's the first time that's happened uh, in the whole history of the podcast right yeah. that that something has gone unvoted for mm-hmm. yep I yep. look forward to our upcoming episode on crucifixes to see if the trend continues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've done the body of. Next, we'll do the we'll do the blood of. We'll get someone on to do the blood yep. of. An episode on wine. All right. Well, I guess I guess we've done it. I did. I didn't. I didn't even get to use the bread that asked Michael asked me to bring and that I cycled across the city to buy. <laughs> oh yeah, what bread did you cycle across the city to buy? I've, I I I I bought a uh, a a very large compared to the size wow. of my head. Oh, oh my nice. gosh. Mm-hmm. And that's what the it little looks bit amazing, Ross. Uh, I I went to an actual French boulangerie. Um, well, technically an epicerie, but we won't split hairs between friends. Um, and uh, yeah, it was the last one they had. I had to rent a, a municipal bicycle to get there. Uh, it was a whole thing. Mm. Well, enjoy that bread, Ross. Yeah, I will. I will. It's got a. It's got quite a a fine but good crust. I think it's time to take this episode out of the oven and knock on it to see if it's done. <laughs> I'm never very good at that. I don't know if sounds, I just sounds pretty hollow. Yeah, yeah the, the podcast is making a hollow noise. Yeah, I much prefer. I mean, you can't just stick a knife in like you do with cakes, you know. Well, you um, can. It just won't really do much. Ross, Ross, have you had a nice, nice time today? I had uh, a, a fantastic time. Uh, it was a real um, a bread pun. Mm. Uh, uh. Uh, upper uh, crust event. Crum- it was crum- crumb believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Love that. Uh, yeah, no, I had, a, uh, I, had, I had a delightful time. Love talking about bread. One of my favourite things with two of my favourite people. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Tune in oh. next time where Ross Not decides <laughs> which ones of the hosts of legitimate likes is a legitimate like. Ross has just snapped a pool cue. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, thank you for producing. (laughs) Anytime. Did you enjoy yourself tonight, did you? I did. You seem to have a lot more fun than us. I know that's often the case, (laughs) but really tonight you seem to excel yourself. (laughs) I was on another level. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Will, we did it, I guess. Another episode in the books. We did. Another one one down. That's all that matters, really, is we filled the time. 
Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please go back and listen to some of our other episodes. You can listen to Ross on previous episodes. He came on to talk about cooking shows and soft drinks and also featured on our Christmas 2022 episode. And we hope he'll be back soon. Please follow us and subscribe to us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Legitimate Likes. Follow and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts and let us know what you would like to hear next. So until the next time... Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.